What up, what up, everybody? It's the Built Different Podcast. Uh, usual suspects, Ricky, CEO of Extropian, Sean, the CEO of Extropian, Justin, one of our lead data scientists. And today we will be talking again about a subject we broached, uh, I think a couple months ago, but uh, leads to a lot of trash talk, fun time of the year, as a lot of other fans uh, know, you guys are probably in your own leagues, but we're starting our Extropian League again this year. So we want to talk a little bit about fantasy football, the ins and outs, some of the other leagues these guys are in, and just the overall fun that you can have with it and how it's uh, kind of changed the game of football and uh, fandom. So that being said, uh, first and foremost, uh, we will be having our draft as well, but we'll be trying to cover that live, and that'll be a fun episode. So uh, just to kind of reiterate and uh, go back last to last year, uh, what do you guys think of our experience playing last year? And uh, maybe we could talk a little bit about our league. Sean, uh, you set it up. What? Uh, how, how did you set up our league last year for the viewers out there? Uh, our league last year was, was small, just to get it started. It was a six-team uh, PPR league. So, uh, And I believe everyone had uh, Wasn't it quarterback. Eight? What? Wasn't it eight-team? Or was it no, six? last year was six. Oh, okay. Um, well, so really five, we, not counting Raul, because Raul was an absentee uh, owner. Yeah, we, we had a couple couple owners who didn't pay attention to their roster enough. Um, but it was two QB, two running back, two wide receiver, a tight end, two flex, and defense and kicker. So um, it definitely took some, some skill. Um, I think, you know, there was a few trades made during the year, not too many. I know, I think I traded uh, Tua for Jamar Chase. I love Tua, but, you know, if you're going to get Jamar Chase, you kind of have to do it. Uh, but it was, it was a good league. It was fun. Um, I won the whole thing, despite what Justin seems to think. There you go. But, I mean... It, that was a big thing last year at the end was, you know, the, the bills Bengals game that didn't finish because of the DeMar Hamlin situation. And, you know, that impacted a ton of fantasy leagues that were on the bubble. I mean, I, I still firmly believe I would have won, but no. um, there's, there's a little bit of debate that, that goes on there. Um, Justin, how about you? How did you feel about our league last year? I mean, I felt like it was domination for me personally. I felt like I was going to destroy your team for the third time because I was undefeated against you the whole year. You were undefeated against everybody else except me. I remember that much. And I remember uh, that last game, man. I remember uh, I was down probably like 15 points, but I still had Joe Mixon and then like my tight end or something to go. I knew I was going to win because it was only like the second quarter. So I was like, I, I got this. He just got like 55 points the, the previous week. So I knew I was going to win, but it ended... I mean, it ended how it ended, so it was, you know, inconclusive. We can call it a draw, I guess. So, um, hopefully, that, that doesn't happen this year, and we get a clear, clear winner this time. For the for the record, I also had Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase left. It's not like he's the only person who had players playing in that game. I was gonna win. It doesn't matter. Like, you got to leave that part out. <laughs> Because I, I, I was, I, I forgot how it went down, and I was like listening to him. I was like, "Damn, yeah, he did have a chance to win." And then he left out the Jamar, like the uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase part. So I'm like, "Wait a minute, now. okay, so yeah, that was that was what happened." So it was, it's still debatable, but I mean, this 
it, this is what gives you the opportunity at, at revenge, Justin. This gives you the opportunity to. Um, I don't to need prove revenge. I don't need, I don't need revenge. I never lost to him. He lost to me twice. On on that little like prediction thing that I think ESPN has, where they tell you like your percent chance of winning. At when that game stopped, it was probably like a five percent for Justin and like ninety five percent. No. <laughs> Whatever. No one. See, well, this is your chance to prove that. Prove to Sean yet again that you were the superior. Uh, you had the superior team, I guess. That, that we'll put it that way. Kind of keep it level. No, not I will, I will remove all doubt this season. Don't worry. That's what I like to hear. Ricky, well, how about how was your last season? I know you know that was your first season playing in a while. Any uh, thoughts? Any regrets? Um, never any regrets. I. I I think I ended up coming in last. I think uh, even Raul, the absentee uh, owner that I made fun of, I think he ended up surpassing me. But it was all because, like, and that's why I told you guys prior, I don't like playing fantasy football because I like watching reality football more than the fantasy aspect of football. So my team was literally uh, littered with Bucks, Bucks players. And I think I had the Bucks defense. I had the Bucks kicker at one point. I had Brady. I had. Evans, I had uh, the guy one more person on the team, um, and I think so had Lenny too. Yeah, yeah, I think I had Lenny too. Had Lenny. Um, so yeah, I you know I played with my heart more than my head, and I I, I figured it wouldn't work out. You know, what I mean, unless the Bucks went on an epic run, which it was the total opposite that happened. But lesson learned this year. Um, I'm gonna play smarter. I'm gonna play the right way because. You know, it's and I hate to say this as a Bucks fan, but I don't mind it down here. I want I want one of those top two quarterbacks in the draft, you know. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to Baker if I ever meet you. Um and you'd end up balling this year. But yeah, so I'm good with it down here. So therefore like I don't have any problems picking, you know, uh you know any I don't know. I can't even spread myself to say it. The Saints players or um, <laughs> the fail cons, the ain'ts, the you know, kittens, uh, you know. So yeah, I'm gonna play smarter this year. If the opportunity is there to, to get that guy that is gonna you know help me win, I'll do it. No, no, uh, no offense or butt. So coming to win this year. Um, I was gonna ask you, Sean. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna ask you if you don't mind. Um about uh some of the other leagues that you're in and like what are the you know maybe some of the rules that you're that you guys have because i personally i i i didn't even take the time to learn about the different uh rules and even i didn't even look at the score and i was busy but um you know some of the other rules and maybe even the tradition that you have because i think it's really cool with you and your friends do. yeah i'm in i'm in one league that i've been in since you know early in high school so it's been probably like 10 years now um and we uh two years ago we started doing destination drafts where we like as many of us as possible travel to a different city uh you know get an airbnb for for a couple days and we draft there and you know go out to bars and stuff like that so that's been you know a fun tradition that we've been doing um but our league is a 16 team so it's you know you got a lot of people um, usually people end up starting someone who's not very good or not expected to be very good. You know, I've seen I, one year I started a, a player who 
who got negative points. Actually, that happens often. Um, that's that's never a good thing. So uh, it's definitely challenging, and you know it provides a different thing. And it's also 0.1 PPR. So PPR stands for points per reception. Um, essentially, our league is almost a zero point. Like it's 0.1 points per reception, which is nothing compared to like most leagues now are are one point PPR. So um, we're kind of old school, I guess, in that way. And a lot of the guys in my league don't want to change it, even though I'm more in favor of moving to at least like a half PPR system. Um, but yeah, in that league, I've I've won twice um, in that league, which was fun. We we started a tradition where the winner gets a uh, a jacket that has like it's a it's like a cream colored jacket. It's got the NFL logo on it on the inside. It's got all of the different team logos it's like one of those like varsity jackets basically that you get like from playing high like high school sports um and it's on the back it's got embroidered all the champions from the years that we've been in the league um so i had the pleasure of having that jacket for a year and then uh i gave it up because i didn't win last year but um that's kind of been the traditions that we've done um and it's been very fun we've We've been through a lot. We've, you know, had people get kicked out of the league for not being active enough. We used to do hundreds of trades a year. Um, we've kind of cooled down on that. Now we do maybe like, you know, five trades each, if that. Um, and uh, yeah, and you know, it's we've had people get like suspensions because they did illegal stuff, <laughs> um, like you know, paying money for players and doing trades for like that were not supposed to happen, like after the trade deadline. Um, we have a whole rules list that got made up basically because people, um, not going to name any names, but I may or may not have been one of them, uh, breaking a lot of rules and then having to, you know, make a new rule to fix the rule that was broken. So, um, yeah. A suspension for illegal <laughs> man it's like it's like real world and real league uh stuff going on in your league yeah one one of the champions has an asterisk next to his name because he uh he did something illegal to win the championship but it was too late they, they didn't find out until a few years later performance enhancing uh something he he may have made a deal where he got uh Aaron Hernandez prior to Aaron Hernandez becoming a criminal. Um, and uh, if he won, the person that he traded with got $10. So, uh, and he did win. And that person may or may not have gotten $10. Mm. So, Interesting. but Interesting. I don't recommend doing anything illegal. I used to be in favor of it but i've I'm become a changed man i i don't do illegal stuff in my fantasy leagues anymore nice. uh, did you mention the destination part of your your group yeah yeah so the first year we did like fort lauderdale last year we did nashville so it's a cool tradition that we do um you know i think there's a lot of really cool places you can go and cool things you can do and it's kind of cool to get all the guys together this year when we did Nashville, it was like every time we went out, we all wore our, our, you know, jerseys and stuff. And like 
we have a bunch of guys come up to our group and be like, oh, man, are you here for a fantasy football draft? Like, yo, that's so sick. Like, that's great. And then, like, women would be like, why are you all wearing jerseys? And we'd be like, oh, we're here for a fantasy football draft. And they're like, you should never tell anyone that ever again. And so we're like, yeah, that's fair. Um, if you guys do bachelorette parties, we do fantasy drafts. You know what I mean? We gotta... Hey, I, I think we all had a great time regardless of uh, – of what other people may have thought. So it was fun. It was a good time. Justin, how about yourself? I know you're in another league. Is it like a traditional thing like Sean? Is it a group of guys, girls that you uh, do do fantasy with every year? Uh, so initially I, I started back in college with like some roommates and then some of my roommates' friends. It was just like a 10-man league. And uh, that's that's when I got like super into it and stuff. And then um, I the one I'm in now – the other one that I'm in now is uh, I have some cousins that live in Ohio that uh, they invited me to play in their league. And it's nothing crazy. It's just like a 10-man PPR league. Um, I've been doing pretty well in those other leagues. I remember I won the championship in my friends league. Uh, I lost in the semifinals one year by less than a point, and I was heartbroken. Uh, and then this year I had the first pick in the, in the draft, in a 10-person draft. So I'm still – trying to decide who I'm going to pick because, you know, everyone's saying Justin Jefferson this year, but I don't know. I think Christian McCaffrey is the move, honestly. So I haven't made my mind up yet, but uh, yeah, those are like the two, two uh, main other leagues that I've been, I, I play around in. Well, that's what I was going to say is last year, um, I had the first pick, obviously, and yeah. Jonathan Taylor was the, the number one uh, player uh, that everybody's kind of predicting. And, uh, yeah, he didn't do anything for me. I was, it was bad, man. Yeah, but really uh, bad. he did really bad. So that's why, like, you can't always, you know, it's hit or miss. You just never know what injuries or just performance of the team. Or running backs can be. I mean, if your team's always down, you know, you're gonna be throwing more and running. So it's just like that's what would frustrate me with uh, with Taylor. Like they'd be so far down that they're not gonna use them all done. Um, yeah. What has been you guys? What has been the most productive player that you guys have ever had? The guy that you love and that you're always like, man, if I could get him again or his production level again, who was who was your top guy, Justin? I'll start with you because I know Sean probably has a bunch. Uh, you mean just like in previous years, like the best players that I've had? Yeah, the like your top or you know your top performer. I remember uh, there was one year that uh, I took Odell with my first pick, and then I got Todd Gurley in the second round, and that was the year Todd Gurley like went to the moon. And so I felt like I felt like I could, I could like play the lottery or something like that. And then that was also the year that uh, Zeke he got suspended, so I got him in the fourth round. So I had two like all star running backs, and then I had Odell, and then I was just destroying everyone. And then I picked up Deshaun Watson, and that was when he was on fire for like eight games. So that was the best overall team that I've ever had. But then uh, I also had Christian McCaffrey in like 2019 when he was just a monster. So. And I got him in like the second round too, which was awesome. So those are probably like the best players that are best uh, experiences that I've had, uh, like with running backs, especially. What's your show? Yeah, I would say one of my favorite players ever, um, and he was on my team for many years, was AJ Green. Um, loved him. He was just super consistent. Um, I ended up. He wasn't on my first championship team, but I traded him that year. So he still he still technically got a ring from from my team, uh, but he, he wasn't there to win the championship. But trading him allowed me to get 
David Johnson when he started like when he started going off and so he was he was my guy for a few years um I loved David Johnson um I really like those running backs that just kind of like you know like go like all out like every play and uh now I would say my most recent championship that I won the main guy that carried me there was uh Cooper Cup the wide receiver from the Rams it was the year that he went crazy um but the guy who's been on my team the past few years I gotta shout him out because he's just been so consistent is uh Austin Eckler I mean the dude is just you know he catches everything he you know he's just a fantasy monster and like he's one of the few players that I've ever seen that is actually like, like he cares about the people that own him in fantasy. Like he like literally will like tweet out like, Hey, for all my fantasy owners, like blah, blah, blah. Like I'm giving away a Jersey. If you won your league this week, like he's, he cares so much about fantasy, which is just very nice for a fantasy owner to see. And, um, you know, he's been on my league for the past, or on my team for the past like three or four years in my main league. Um, so those are the guys that I feel like deserve a shout out. The rest of them, you know, have come and gone. Uh, but anyways, what were you going to say? One thing I noticed is that there's a common theme on this, uh, on this podcast, which is kind of wild because, you know, uh, most of the fans of this team are normally decked out in jerseys or hats or something justin you are a big cowboys fan you have gray on but no yeah. cowboys gear yeah i know i love all i i have a cd lamb jersey back home i didn't i just didn't know we were all wearing jerseys today so i didn't bring it with me but i have a keychain my uh my car keychain my car keys is a cowboys team but uh i mean yeah i didn't know we were all coordinating our teams today <laughs> but yeah some you're shaming Cowboys Nation right now. No, I just didn't get the notice that we were doing this. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. This was a last minute decision by me. I I just wanted to rep my boy Tua. Speaking of uh, fandom, would you guys say that, because yeah, I, I told you my struggle has been I hate rooting against my team. I hate rooting for teams or players I don't like or whatever or, you know, you know, if somebody's playing your team and you need points and you're, you kind of got to root against your team. Have you, have you guys in your years of playing fantasy uh, had to compromise your fandom? And would you compromise your fandom to win uh, a match versus your team uh, losing their game? Sean, I'll start with you. Or go ahead, Justin. I'll do anything to beat Sean. So, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I had Saquon Barkley last year. He's on the Giants. And he did really well last year, so I don't care. He only beat Sean. <laughs> I obviously want my team, my you know, my Miami Dolphins to win. I also want my fantasy teams to win. Um, I you know, I typically think that rooting for one player from an opposing team is not as much of a betrayal, like. It's much harder. Like I typically don't start a defense that's going against the Dolphins because then I'm rooting against the entire Dolphins offense, which mm-hmm. doesn't really seem. But like, if it's like someone who's on the other team's offense, then like 
yeah, I can just root for a shootout, which is more exciting anyways. And, you know, I can have someone on the other team who I'm rooting to score three touchdowns, but as long as the Dolphins score five touchdowns, then it doesn't matter. So um, I think my bigger issue is when I'm in multiple fantasy leagues, which I usually am, and I have someone on one of my teams that I'm starting that I'm rooting for, but in my different leagues, he's on someone else's team and he's playing against me. And I'm like rooting for the guy on my team, but then also rooting against him because he's against a different team. That always frustrates me more than rooting against my like my dolphins. Cool, cool. Yeah. And uh one of the things since I've been out of the game for so long, because I think I can't remember so consistently I used to not consistently, but when I used to play, I think we used to play in a certain league and it was just a, a mix up of people, friends and girlfriends I had and you know but I think we used to use Yahoo Sports back then, like their league. Do you guys have a preferred platform and do you see like an advantage and disadvantage on uh some of the ones versus some of the other ones? Sure. Uh, my main league has always used NFL.com fantasy. Uh mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the best one. I I think we're just all used to it. We all like it. Um, I remember being in the draft this year and like their draft client is horrible. They need, they need to do a lot of updates on like their user experience, to be honest. Like if they ever see, if anyone from NFL fantasy sees this, you guys need to step up your game. But um, I mean, it's, it's user friendly though. We like it. Um, I've used ESPN bunch of times i think it's espn's the most simple one to use um especially like if you're starting a league it's just like that's the easiest one most people have an espn account it's easy to just make a new team on there um i haven't tried yahoo for fantasy football i've tried it for fantasy hockey one time uh but that was a long time ago yeah i wasn't good at it i don't remember winning anything um (laughs) And what else? I have tried. I haven't tried Sleeper. I've heard good things about that. My league did try CBS Sports one year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. I think CBS Sports had a lot of features. Like I think they had the most customizable league that I've ever played in. Where like you could, like all the points things were customizable. You could make it so that kickers, like if a kicker made a fifty three yard field goal it was 5.3 points instead of like just being five points or six points like it was just more customizable but um the user interface on that one's horrible and there's a lot of things that they need to improve on also cbs sports usually charges for their leagues so that's something that most people aren't in favor of so what about you Justin? yeah uh I mean, my uh, my roommates' leagues; those were uh, those were all like just ESPN uh, leagues, like the, the ESPN app. I like that one. That one's, that's a pretty, that's a pretty like standard one. Um, and then my uh, uh, family league that I'm in, we they use Yahoo, and I actually like that one a lot. I like how they do like a they grade your draft and they tell you how good or bad you draft. And thankfully, I always get really high ratings, so it's pretty cool. But yeah, those are the two main too. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. My team that I drafted a couple weeks ago, they they gave me a C, and they said that I'm going to go four and eight. 
so decided to prove them wrong. Jeez. Uh, in all honesty, I think I don't think I, I now that you're talking about it, I think I use NFL.com. That's what I used for years. Last year, I mean, we used what ESPN last year in our league. Yeah, yeah. That was my first time using that, but I thought I thought it was pretty good, uh, pretty intuitive. And uh, Sean, I wanted to ask you as well. You've had a long history in with NFL, you know, the fantasy football league, and even helping run a business and you know i think you were one of the founders maybe i don't know um can you talk a little bit about that and tell the audience about that and how that uh kind of contributed to your uh addiction to fantasy football yeah me and a couple buddies from high school started this uh you know business essentially where we had a twitter account um we were providing fantasy football advice to thousands of people every day you know we'd respond to every single tweet that we got asking you know oh who should i start or sit or should i do this trade should i add this person and um you know we we built up a following by by the end of it i think we had about thirty thousand followers um including you know former nfl players were following us um a lot of you know professional baseball players were following us um things like that so i mean it it was pretty successful um and it ended up leading to one of the guys you know getting a job working specifically in fantasy football for a few years um at cbs sports um so it you know it was pretty successful and it was a fun time it definitely made me uh not like social media as much because doing social media as a job makes you not want to do it so much personally um in my experience at least uh but it was cool you know like um it was always fun you know like afterwards like seeing people like tweet back at us like oh my god like thank you so much you helped me win my week um then every once in a while you get people like your advice was horrible you totally screwed me and it's like oops sorry try better um but you know, it, it was a good time and uh, good experience, you know, um, definitely learned a lot from about fantasy football. That was probably the years that I felt like I knew the most every week in and out. Um, you know, over the years, I've, I feel like I've become a little bit less prepared usually for my drafts than I was back then, but um, still feel like I, I'm good enough to win at least Harley. Justin, would you just a good uh, segue here? Justin, would you say now that um, the teacher will become the student, or would you say that happened last year? As far as Sean becoming the uh, the student and you being the teacher, now? he's got a lot to learn. So I'll teach him a lot of things this this year. So don't worry. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. Um, would you guys say? And I, I kind of experienced this in some of the leagues I was in that uh, fantasy football turns people that probably were casual fans into actual fans of the league. Um, have you guys had any people in your league so that maybe they didn't watch it, but they just joined to have fun and then they ended up being converted into an NFL uh, fan? I would say, yeah, like I think fantasy football and also, I mean, betting a little bit, like sports betting too, um, have both played significant impacts into, you know, more people watching and paying attention to the sport. You know, you, 
if you, you know, someone who doesn't have a particular team that they root for um, will probably be watching more games that don't have any of, or even if you do have a team, like you'll watch games that don't have any impact on mm-hmm. your team, but it impacts your fantasy team. So you watch the game anyways. And I'm always watching uh, NFL Red Zone. I don't know if either of you guys have NFL Red Zone, but that's, you know, they show sometimes up to like eight games at a time. Uh, so I, I definitely think that it's increased like viewership and interest in the NFL. And even one of my buddies from my league, he had Calvin Johnson on his fantasy team for a while. And to the point where he actually became, he's now a Lions fan. And like, that's the team that he legitimately roots for, even though he's ne- has no ties to Detroit other than Calvin Johnson being a staple on his fantasy team for a bunch of years. So I think it can influence who you root for if you're like one of those people that's in between having a team, like you just kind of don't really care who you root for, like something like that, having a, a great player on your fantasy team could make you root for a team that you previously weren't rooting for. How about you, Justin? Have you seen that in any of the leagues you're in? Maybe uh, for me personally, it was like a girlfriend that didn't that back in the day that didn't really watch football and she got into it after that. Who knows what the hell she's doing? Though? Yeah, I've, I've, seen, I've seen it happen a little bit with other people. I mean, I could speak for like myself. I was always someone that I, I like only watched Cowboys games. I, I never really, if it was the, you know, the Bengals playing the Chargers, that game has nothing to do with like the NFC East or the Cowboys. So I used to never, I would never care before about that type of game. But ever since I started doing fantasy and now it's, it makes you invest in the other games that are happening and that makes you just invested more in the league as a whole, which makes it more interesting, you know? So um, I would say for me, that's probably the, probably the case is I just, I've gotten more, involved more interested in what's happening with the rest of the league because of fantasy you know yeah i well going back to what you were saying sean i had um league passes of direct tv like they gave it to me for free like last two years so i was loving life now it's on youtube obviously youtube tv but yeah they used to always i thought it was cool because you could load your fantasy team in and it would have there was a, a graphic that would show anytime your team scored or you could put the two teams whoever you're playing up there and I, I thought that was really good they integrated it into the game into all the nfl channels all the uh red zone and all of those different channels that, that was a really cool feature um anything else you guys were thinking about fantasy football any any last words before our draft that you want to Justin, I'll start with you. What do you What do you want to tell Sean? What do you What words do you want to you know get across to him before we draft next week? Uh, this year, let's see. So if it's a six man league, we'll play twice, and then we'll play in the playoffs. I'm assuming. So I will be maybe eight. It might be eight. Uh, we don't know. Well, regardless, so I'll be probably four and zero against Sean this year. I'm predicting so. Uh, I think it's, you know, Sean has a lot to learn. I'll teach him a lot about fantasy for my team, so I'm excited. Awesome. Sean, how about you? You got any, uh, any words for, for Justin or the league as a whole? I can't, I can't hear him all the way up on my first place pedestal. You know, it's (laughs) pretty far down, down there, the second place spot. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, you know. I respect Justin's competitive nature, but I don't really see him as a threat 
I don't see mm. you as a threat. Um, okay. I I feel pretty great about my chances of winning the league again. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm thinking about just auto drafting. I, I'll still probably win. It's not a big deal. Um, yeah, I, I I feel great about my ability to find diamonds in the rough and add that to some established players that I can get. Uh, and yeah, dominance happens many ways, but I'm ready to do it again. Don't don't be f- fooled by cubic zirconia. You know what I mean? Um... Cause you know I'm I'm coming this year. Like last year, it was, you know, I took I took my lumps last year. I played, you know, like I said, I didn't play it the way it should be. So this year, I'm coming for revenge. I'm coming for respect. Um, I'm coming for the league, and I, I'm definitely I definitely want to take Sean down. I think, you know, Justin. I, you know, I think Justin. We we went one and one, didn't we? I think so. Yeah, so we uh, went one. No, wait, I don't think I lost anyone but Justin. No, I mean me and Justin. Oh, probably. Yeah. We went one on one, I believe. So um yeah, you know, we we it was like, you know, I don't know I really have too much ang- uh too much anger for you, but for Sean I'm uh you know keep your head on the swivel. Um you know, just just you know, always be always be looking behind your back because uh as the I don't I don't even want to say you won the league I don't know it was you know maybe an asterisk behind it like uh, the one guy in your league not for cheating but um, you know the Demar unfortunate Demar Hamlin situation but uh, you you know you have a target on your back and uh, yeah yeah I mean the reason why you know Justin keeps bragging about how much he beat me is because he knows that I'm clearly the best person in the league so it's like the only thing that he's holding on to is the grasp of oh man i beat him once or twice you know so like it when you are the best you don't really need to be like holding on to that one little small regular season victory i mean justin's used to it with the cowboys Mm -hmm. they're always holding Mm -hmm. on to meaningless regular season victories victories two victories not one yeah, you know, champions get remembered. Regular season victories, those those fade away. I don't know. What to tell you. Not, do you have to ask you a question? You said two there. I thought it was three. What regular season? Oh, you said regular season. Okay, three overall. That was what you're saying, right? No, okay. he didn't beat me in the championship. <laughs> so he beat me twice. <laughs> the last one, I was pretty clearly going to win, and it just happened to be that it was. But regardless, where the game stopped, I was winning. So I think that means that I still it was win. Over 60 minutes. It was over. They, they, they paused the game and never resumed. I had two players that were better than your two players. So I don't understand why this is even a debate. I had Joe Mixon. I could beat your entire team with just him. He had like 60 points against you one week. And then he never did anything the rest of the year. Trust me, I had him in one of my other leagues. He did, it. He did enough to beat your team twice. This is gonna be a fun season. <laughs> we we should do something like uh the the show the league and have like a, a a trophy for the winner like the Shiva and then the I forget what the last place team got but we should do you know as we as we grow this league and we do this over time huh last place gets fired from the company. 
you lose you lose your um equity in the company you lose a per- yeah. uh, some percentage points <laughs> Gee, that's that's brutal man um one thing i wanted to say sean and we had talked about this is offensive linemen not getting any love and extropian's plan which we won't reveal quite yet but we have a plan to all the f- offensive linemen out there you deserve to be part of fantasy football we're going to make sure you guys get the recognition that you deserve and we have a uh, through our technology have a, a really cool plan to to get you guys the love that all these other position groups are getting so we just kind of want to throw that out there as well and uh, we're excited about that because we uh I know we say we we're, we can do all these things for all these different sports. Horseshoes, I mean, we we horseshoes, backgammon, we can we can make it happen. But for the NFL offensive linemen, we have something coming for you guys, and it's uh, you know, you guys are gonna be finally get your shine and be an addition to uh, fantasy football. So don't worry, uh, your time is coming. Thank you. So with that being said, um, you know, in the comments, talk about your fantasy football drafts. Uh, let us know your team, who you picked up, or who you know. Even you guys want to give me some tips? Put some tips in the uh, in the comments section about who you think uh, are the, the the guys to get this year. So you know, like, comment, subscribe, and and you know, have a conversation in the show. So Justin and Ricky can really use the tips, so please comment and, and provide some Dude. some help to them. Well, I'll make sure uh, Sean doesn't lose twice to me this year, three times to me actually. So he needs your help. I'm just gonna yeah, we'll, stack my team on whatever weeks I'm supposed to play Justin. Like trade for like all bye weeks just so I can just beat Justin by like 150 points. Honestly, that that's you the can dream. However you want, I'll still beat you by 30. We will we'll post these results. We we will. So you know, when we when I shame Sean, uh, you guys will hear about that. We'll we'll go ahead and put that up on the you know after the week when I beat him. <laughs> With that being said, thank you guys again. Have a great weekend. Ready for football. Ready for fantasy football. And, uh, yeah, uh, follow Extropy. And uh, we're going to the Bronx, man. See you guys.